we are definitely opening up the uh, December edition of uh, the Jet Set Breakfast. <laughs> Listen, ladies, we've set the bar really high. So uh, for the next couple of weeks, it's nothing but holiday music. We've got to turn up the temperature. It is summer after all. TKZ coming through with Lalama Pansula. And that is your first big fat juicy for this morning. Uh, coming up now, our first conversation for the day is going to be looking at South Africa's uh, cave-dwelling bats uh, who need more protection. Now, admittedly, I know nothing about bats. In fact, like most black people, I think on this point, I can say nine out of ten black folks will probably run in the opposite direction when confronted by a bat. So I think this morning's conversation should be enlightening for not just myself, but for many of us. So standing by on the line to talk to me is Dr. Mariette Pristorius, and she's a postdoctoral researcher at the Center for Viral, is it Zoonosis? And Mammal Research Institute out at the University of Pretoria. Good morning, Doc. Uh, good morning, Bridget. Thanks for having me online. It's only but a pleasure. So listen, disclaimer, bats, Bridget, completely don't mix. <laughs> but I am hoping that you change my mind this morning because I think a lot of us, when we think bats, we really think about, you know, vampire horror movies. We think, you know, a venomous creature that's going to bite you and then sick, mm. you're going to have a second head growing out of your neck or something. Um, <laughs> we, we're not very warm and welcoming uh, when it comes to us really just looking and appreciating bats. Yeah, I think bats are really suffering from a bit of a PR problem um, because they aren't very popular. But we actually, we don't have to be afraid of them, and they are really crucial parts of our ecosystems. They're just very misunderstood at this point. Absolutely. And I mean, your research, I was reading through some of your research uh, yesterday, and I didn't realize to that, uh, you know, crucial contribution that they make to the to the environment and the ecosystem. I didn't realize just how vitally important bats actually are and the role that they play. Yeah, um, I mean, they are very overlooked. And we, I think a lot of people don't even think about bats. And we also think that a bat is a bat. But mm. South Africa actually has more than 60 species of different bats. Um, and they all fulfill very crucial roles in the ecosystem. So you have the insect-eating bats that mm. control the pest insects. So they eat your flies and your mosquitoes and all those annoying insects. Mm. And you also have the fruit-eating bats that eat fruits and in doing so they spread seeds and they replant forests so they are very important parts of our ecosystem mm-hmm. and and speaking about those uh, 60 species of bats your research uh, primarily looked into two species um, and what were these two species and what was the the objective the overriding objective for the research so these two species, the one is a fruit-eating bat, and it's called the Egyptian rosette bat, and mm. they are very common throughout South Africa. Mm. And the other species is the Natal long-fingered bat, mm. and it's a small insect-eating bat, and they're also quite common throughout South Africa. And what makes these bats interesting is that they only live in caves. Mm. So caves are very important for their survival, and they'll also move between different caves during different parts of the year. Mm. And the objective of, of our research was to look at how the landscape around these bat caves are changing, because mm. we don't know very much about all of the caves where these bats occur, but also what is happening around these caves. Um, 
So that's why we wanted to look at how humans were affecting the landscape around the caves mm. where these bats occur. And uh, Dr. Mariette, what, what was the finding from, from your research? Because I know you and your team have embarked on extensive research looking at uh, quite a number of uh, caves where these particular bats do dwell. Um, and what were your findings in terms of, you know, what is affecting the landscape? Is the landscape changing around them? And what does that mean for them now and going into the future? And maybe even what does that mean, you know, from an environmental perspective, considering what big contributions bats make to the environment? Yeah, so our major finding was actually that, yes, the landscape around caves are changing. And the major changes are the fact that Um, big trees are being lost Mm. and also that agriculture and urban areas are increasing around these caves. So where a few years ago you wouldn't have a settlement close to a cave, Mm. now you have major settlements close to caves. And what this means in terms of um, the survival of bats and the conservation of caves is that more and more people will come into contact with caves and with bats. Mm. And this could be concerning because um, some people like to go into caves um, and in doing so they might be disturbing the animals inside the cave. Um, And the fact that the trees are being lost around these caves means that if it's a fruit tree Mm. that has died, the fruit-eating bats no longer have the food that they need, so they might have to move further and further abroad to try and find food and the same for the insect eating bats because Mm. insects like to sit in trees and if the tree is gone then so are the insects so the bats all have to move further and further to to find food and this means that more and more people will see bats and come into contact with bats so that's why it's really important for us to protect the habitats around caves for these bats so that they don't have to move as far to look for for food mm, mm. and I think it's it's very important and especially if we think about how the destruction of natural habitat and the threat of zoonotic diseases um, we're currently living that reality right now yeah yeah so Dr. Mariette um, you know you highlight obviously encroaching on the environment of bats is urbanization meaning that we as a human species are the ones once again uh, you know bringing the most threat to to yet another mm. species what can mm. we then do you know just from an individual perspective what can we be conscious of to to better ensure a better environment for for bats well I think the first place to start is that we don't have to be afraid of bats. Um, We don't have any vampire bats in South Africa. So if you see a bat flying towards you, it's not going to come and nest in your hair or bite you. Mm. So I think it's very important for us to understand that these animals are important parts of our ecosystem and we don't have to be afraid of them and we don't have to kill them. Mm. Um, If you do have a bat in your house or in your garden, you don't have to, to kill it. It's there and it's living its own little life and it's not it's not there to harm you. It's so not I think a that's threat. very important. Yeah, it's a very important first step uh, awesome. to take. And I think another thing is that we shouldn't we should try to not interfere with, with them too much. So it would be important not to go into caves and 
Dr. Just for Mariette, no being there. we have <laughs> to cut it there to take a quick